choice. This is why Aaron's favorite Muppet's Gonzo. I just realized for the first time. Oh. That's not my favorite Listen, Muppet. Listen, I people like don't the talk. Rat. People don't. <laughs> <laughs> people don't talk enough about how much Gonzo's nose looks like a dong. Hello and welcome to episode number 491 of the podcast. I'm your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to the life of ADC, and we're committed to educating you on things that entertain but do not matter. To find out more about these topical pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast, and we're on Twitter at PodcastPod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be talking The More You Know. But before we do that, you guys, our podcast newsletter called Note for the Audio, it made its return last week. Listen, 20,000 of you are already subscribed. We're super pumped to be back. Listen, Indy cooked up the best Nepo Babies quiz in partnership with the rest of our team. And so many of you have taken that quiz. We want you all to find out who is your, your Nepo Baby, who's your parent. Like, we can help you. So you just answer a few questions, have your Nepo Baby status cemented. Plus, there's some really fun things coming down the pike. I mean, like very soon that we're going to be announcing maybe mm-hmm. some event related things so we don't want you to miss out so make sure that you're subscribed to note for the audio by going to the link in the show notes or going to knoxandjamie.com slash nepo babe ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a thing Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right, Jamie, it's time to do The More You Know. The More You Know. And as always, if you, uh, after you listen to this episode, if you decide that you love this specific style of episode, remember, we do this on the regular for our best friends of the show. Just go to knoxjamie.com slash Patreon to join our community, get The More You Know episodes on Monday evenings. Um, Jamie, let's just get right into it because our The More You Know episodes are more about access you know, we listen to the people. They want more access. They want more availability from us. Let's go ahead and start off the episode with our ask a personal questions that we do now. Okay. And we do get a lot of personal questions and some were like, we're not answering or like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you about how my period was last month. Like, we're not going to answer that. I mean, I would, but you won't, yeah. right? I don't so, like to answer those. No, Right. I don't. And yeah. so this week, our, a question that was asked from Nicole Zaniga, who said, Jamie, if you were stuck babysitting either Knox or Aaron's kids for the day, how would Aunt Jamie entertain 
the children. Mm. Okay. And I got it. Look, here's the thing. For those who don't know, Knox and Aaron, they each have three kids. Yeah. They each have two girls and a boy. Right. And they each have a girl named Marlo. That's right. It's kind of, it's it's pretty similar, honestly. It's pretty weird, right? Okay. So here's what our day would, it would involve three important temples in the ant world of entertainment. okay? Okay. The first is ministry visits. The second is extravagant experience. And the third is child labor. Okay, so the first is the ministry visit. Listen, I'm going to sit down with uh, one of your kids and I'm going to like, who hurt you? Who's hurt you recently? Is it a classmate? Is it a kid at church? Is it a rogue uncle who's a douche canoe? Let me know. We're going to go prank some people. That's what we're first going to do. We call those ministry visits. All right. Second, we're going to do an extravagant experience. I already know what it is. It's VIP at Six Flags. (laughs) Okay. VIP tour, turkey legs, cotton candy, ices, anything you want. We're going to ride the Riddler Mindbender. We're all getting nostalgic about that time Snoop Dogg rode in the first seat and I was in the sixth seat. It's very exciting. Did you know the Mindbender is still still a roller coaster 50 years later? I feel like it's going to be roaches and my dog Luna and the apocalypse will have happened and the Mindbender will still be going. Luna know? will be on the Mindbender living her best. She's going to live everybody. <laughs> That's fact. right. Yeah. And then, of course, third is child labor. Look, guys, you always have to have a child labor experience with kids because they need to understand taxes. There's a tax to pay. For the ministry visit we just did um, on your classmate that you don't like, like we just ruined his life. So you yeah. have to pay a tax, which means you have to go into my basement and change my air filter. Uh, you need to pick up sticks in my yard. Uh, you need to go get me tacos down the street. <laughs> like you got to do that work. You got to do that work. But Follow I think, up. Do you have a lot of sticks in your yard? Do you get a lot of sticks? Listen, a lot of trees? So many sticks. I don't know where all these sticks are coming from, but I have the most sticks. I trip over a stick every time I have to take the trash to the curb. Are you walking through the grass? Like you raw dogging through the grass to take your trash out? Or do you like follow a driveway? How, there's on a sidewalk to the, tra- like there's grass. Oh, that's between- right. You don't, is it, is it, you don't have a driveway? Is that right? Am I remembering that correctly? <laughs> no, I put it in a driveway. <laughs> but the problem is the gap that there, I'm on a corner and the trash is picked up. This is great content. No, the no, this is, is and, and I'm going to bring it back to Gone Girl, which I got a lot of heat oh. over calling it a romantic movie. And it is dummies. And I'm going to talk about it tomorrow night at the AUA. I'm going to lay it all out. And you're all going to look stupid and ridiculous for ever questioning me. But the, the Gone Girl house in Missouri, which is called a mansion in the text of the movie, I what? believe. Did you know, did you notice when you rewatched it like I did that right. Ben Affleck, he doesn't have a direct route to the trash pickup, okay? It's it's not typically in a traditional place. So he used to go like oh. all the way around, not through a driveway, kind of through the grass, kind of like you do, Jamie, with like your sticks oh, yeah, and these I would rocks have and to everything. Get, the only way yeah. to not do that would be, I would have to go, I would have to go through three sides of the house. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm not going to do that. That's Imagine, nice. imagine that. No, so that's what, I'm going to make Marla, the Marlos do that. Marlos oh. have to take. And then go get me tacos. Okay. Well, I was I was going to ask Aaron where did she, where did she hear you run into problem? Uh, first, making Marlo uh, Marlo's do those sticks. That's going to be an issue on my end. I can just absolutely, tell you right now. Absolutely, absolutely yeah. huge issue. You don't think Marlo's will do the sticks for ices and turkey legs? Here's Ooh, my Marlo my does night. downward delegation. She does. Oh. I don't. What's a stick? I don't know how to. How do you hold this? <laughs> where do you put? And it just exhausts you to like, I'll do it. I'll do everything. Oh, that's fair. Good point. Good for her. I like that yeah. energy. That's See, good. with my kids, it would be the uh, uh, Six Flags. That'd be a big problem. Really? Yeah, because I, I was present when all three of them kind of echoed the same sentiment to Ashley. And they were like, we just don't really like crowds and like a lot of people in small spaces. And I looked at Ashley and was like, oh. I'm so sorry. They've taken after me. Like that's, I, I've imprinted on them. But that's why we do the VIP tour. Yeah. That's where we bring it. We're not waiting in lines. Okay, that's good. That's good. If I don't have to wait in line, I don't wait in the line. Sure. You just say Snoop Dogg, so you're obviously in the VIP territory. That's my fault. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, my ask a personal question is this is from Bethany Specht. 
Uh, and she asks, uh, recently Knox and Jason posted a text thread where they discussed editing an episode. In it, Jason expressed concern about having to ask Christiana about editing questions. I think the quote was, please don't make me ask Christiana. Why is Jason scared of Christiana? So I will, I'm, I'm, I've got that text exchange. I'm going to read it here. And to be clear, Jason is not scared of Christiana. Christiana no. is not a scary person. No. Um, I think she is a very open person. She's right. very welcoming to questions and complications. The issue is the content of the text message. What it, it, It's not as much like having to ask Christiana anything. It's having to ask Christiana the thing that he would have had to ask. And I'm going to leave this. I'm going to read it verbatim okay. because this was from, a, I guess, a couple of weeks ago, the more you know. He says, this is Jason. Do I bleep out Jamie saying in the more you know? <laughs> Knox, dealer's choice, comma, homeboy. Jason, would we keep in? Jason, again, please don't make me ask Christiana these questions. Knox, is it a gratuitous or an educational context matters? Jason, leaving it in since it's the more you know. So I think two things. That's a commentary on the kind of content we're creating for the more you know. So again, that's just a tease. You guys got to get on board with that. But also I think the the kind of debate we have around really serious stuff and the workflow we have. So that's not a commentary on Christiana. That's just the delicate content that she's that's brought to her. Listen, some people were confused because they were like, why is Jamie saying short taint yeah. in the episode? And when you talked about the listener who wanted to red le- do red letters for yeah, all like the Jesus spicy words scenes. on the spicy scenes. That's right. right. Yeah. And people were like, oh, it's shark tank. And I was like, no, no it's Incorrect. short taint. It's always short taint. <laughs> all T's. Just no K's, all T's. Just know that going into it yeah, right No, of course um okay well that's uh so that's just a taste of the kind of spicy on like really academic conversations you'll get our auas and i don't um, understand why i get why you have to bleep but you shouldn't have to bleep um i think it was more i don't think jason was like I'm gonna I... be... <laughs> jeez Jimmy, <come laughs> i don't understand what's hard about it <laughs> i it was it's more about a vibe and jason's like do i protect the vibe or do i let the vibe do like hulk smash on genovia you know um, uh, he just, that's just all Genovia always. Yeah. He just wants, he just wants some, some, uh, some progress here. Um, okay. Well, that's our ask a personal question. Let's do, uh, how do we feel? And Jamie, mainly I want to ask you, how do you feel in response to Jessica Simpson writing a little bit of a short kind of essay novella for Amazon, wherein she talks about being a movie star, but primarily she talks about a mystery suitor that she had uh, during her the, the height of her powers. Listen, so this has hit all the news outlets, and I feel like this was old news to me because I was like, oh, we've oh. already discussed this at length. Because okay. you know why? Because a listener, Katie from Michigan, who's what Kate finds, and again, always the mystery of how people choose their usernames when that's not their name. Katie, <laughs> love you, mean it. Yeah. What Kate finds, but her name's not Kate. So uh, she did a deep dive on identifying the suitor. Like really, and so we'll include a link uh, to her highlight. It will be a solid hour of your time because she really goes deep into trying to figure out, like she does uh, forensics work of looking at photos from the event because in this uh, novella that, because, uh, because, and here's why Jessica Simpson's writing so much. And by that, I mean ghost writing so much. Uh, Jessica Simpson has an, a deal with, uh, Amazon and her mm-hmm. her autobiography open book, which is was a green light of mine. It's becoming a TV show, <laughs> and so she has like this deal where she can write these little tiny books. And so this was left out of her memoir, which is psycho because when you read it, I've read it. 
this was such a great story. I do not know why it was left out of her memoir. Probably so she could cash in later and make a lot of money for like 20 pages, which that's, is genius. That's great fair. job. Again, 20 pages. She probably did not write 100%. <laughs> she had a go- I mean, she loved her. She thanked her ghostwriter for how sure. what a good job they did. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, kudos to the ghostwriter. But um, it is, the theory is that it is Mark Wahlberg. Okay, 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 Mark Wahlberg. Because there's some description of, like, he was wearing jeans and a t-shirt. And, like, the Mm -hmm. two other options for jeans and a t-shirt at this particular VMAs. And, guys, this is snake around Britney's neck VMAs. Wow. Like, this is a – this is such a – this is a week before 9-11 VMAs. (laughs) Okay. Um, because I remember, who was it, Erin? Macy, was it Macy, Macy Gray? Gray? Macy Gray was wearing a dress that says, my new album drops on 918. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, <laughs> no it, it doesn't. does not. And yeah. so, but uh, that the only other two people wearing a t-shirt and jeans are Will Ferrell and Andy okay. Dick. Okay. Both I options. one of them. God, Both can options. you imagine if it's Andy Dick? God, I would be stunned, but I also wouldn't be in a in a chaotic way. Because, so I jotted down just like, I, I thought the internet's probably figured this out because I was a little late to hearing this. So right. like they've probably figured this out by now. I'm not gonna look yet. So I jotted down some notes of like who's in range. And really I went the the primary rubric I used was like who was probably hitting their stride um in Jessica Simpson's formative years. Because I think she said something to the effect of like, I watched these people, I was a huge fan as I was yes. growing up. Right? right. So I was like, okay, right. that gives us a ballpark. So I I circled John Stamos. I was like, <gasps> TGIF. Richard Karn, you know, out from Home Improvement in a different way. Probably a lot of it because like if any person is going to be like understood to have daddy issues, it's Jessica Simpson. So I thought who'd be a great remedy to that? Out from Home Improvement. That'd be great. Sure. Got it. Uh, Bill Pullman. I just feel like the Independence Day speech had so much like heat. You know, yes, that we don't even did. understand He's that it could, it could get Jessica Simpson. And then I had Paul Reiser. Because, again, daddy issues, but also mad about you, my two dads. Like, that was a heater, you know, back in the day. So well, probably caught it's, attention. Well, it's interesting because if you read the story, it's that – so he would be her fan because of Calvin Klein. Yeah. Right? And uh, his his short-lived rap career. Sure. Okay. Say and his name. He, Say his name, Jamie. Marky Mark and the Funky Mark, Bunch. Marky Respect Mark him the Funky as an bunch. artist, please. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And then it talks about that he was going to make a film – with a really famous director. Sure. And that would have been either Martin Scorsese, because he was filming The Departed. Right. Because this years pass, and she ends up going to hook up with him, and then it, she realizes, oh, he's having an affair with his longtime partner, who, by the way, he's been with with 30 years. Like, he's been with her for, with 30, but he has stepped out on her many times. Many, yeah. many times. So. Yeah, it's tough. It's probably... It's probably a different thing to be stepped out on, but then also for it to be the center point of like a Amazon ebook, <laughs> that's probably tough. That's probably a tough look. God, you know? and like she's not even willing to name you because she's that embarrassed. Yeah, how it all happened. Yeah. So you think she's more embarrassed about this than he is? No, but listen, I I think in the end she she's worth a lot more money than he is. You know? Uh, yes. Well, I don't know actually because well, Jessica Simpson, her whole accessories line. Made it was valued at a billion dollars at one point. Jamie, you are challenging me right now to justify the fiduciary exploits of the Wahlburgers franchise, and <laughs> that's true. I want it so bad. I want to do I it so bad, but I don't think my I, bad. My bad. I'm not able to do that. What What movies do you think? Because it said like she was a fan. What movies do you think she was a fan of? Uh, that like she was like that's my guy. That's the one I kind of want to hook up. No, with I think. Like, I, I've got I've got four. I'll give oh, it to you. Oh, let's hear it. I want to hear it. Kind of in the wheel wheelhouse of like when she was, you know, her formative years. We have the Basketball Diaries where he's Mickey. Um, oh yeah. I we have uh, Boogie Nights where he's Dirk Diggler, and he has like an eleven foot long 
Mm-hmm. What? Diglett. Diglett. Sorry, I had, to, I had to go you? through the vocabulary and right, I, I right, couldn't right. remember. What are we using? Yes. Perfect Storm, the saddest movie ever made with the hottest two guys like on a boat ever that just wouldn't it's happen in real life. Saddest movie. It's terrible. And then uh, Fear, the movie where he played Detective <gasps> Pikachu with Reese Witherspoon on a roller coaster. Ugh. People don't talk enough about that, honestly. Like, that's, that was a wild God, scene. God, that's sad. Listen, it's too, I am so distracted by thinking about Diane Lane's New England accent in that <laughs> movie that is so tragic and awful. Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Bobby. I feel like it's got to be. It's got to be Boogie Nights. I think it's, uh, sadly, it's probably, the correct answer is probably Marky Mark. And she thought those were like mini movies, you know? Yeah, she's just Fear like, look at that. Like, that movie was only four minutes long. That was I like these movies. This that We should feels, do Quibi or something like with this. like a Jessica vibe, to be honest. Yeah. What do you think? If you had to say, because I feel like you're 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 very well versed with Jessica Simpson in terms, and especially her recent success, what do you think? What do you think is behind it? Uh, because when I was jotting down like why I think she's so compelling right now, is it because she has the content, like the really salacious content that she's held on to, or do you think it's that she's so uncalculating? And I don't want to say oblivious in a bad way because I don't think it's I don't think it's necessarily a, a bad thing, but I think she's so oblivious to like the the calculation of celebrity that it's kind of refreshing. It is. And I think she went through, I think it's the latter because I think she mm-hmm. went through her 20s and dated a lot of hot people. Like yeah. a lot. Like, And she even herself said in her memoir, when I was finally free of Nick, like I was ready to roll. <laughs> like I was ready to date everybody because right. I had this newfound freedom and her true love rights wing, ring had uh, had been – had been off for a yeah. few years. So yeah. she was ready to roll and she did. And she rolled with some big heavy hitters and she has lots of secrets about all those big heavy hitters, particularly, you know, like a John Mayer. And, uh, but was, what was interesting is I now, and she talks about her, her addiction, her struggles with addiction that, you know, there, I, I think she's still in the throes of that now. Mm. And it's just tough. Like, I think there's some nostalgia there of the women that had to, in celebrity had to come up in their 20s during the late 90s and the early aughts. That was a really uh, disgusting time for women, yeah. in particularly in music, like how tragic it all was. And so for her to come out on the other side of it, it's almost like a Mandy Moore. Like her and Mandy Moore were able to come out on the other side of it wildly successful, whereas yeah. you would look at a Christina Aguilera, who's still really talented, but never really sustained that celebrity yeah. and then Britney Spears of course where it it went dark fast so you know uh, Britney Spears was one I kept thinking about because I thought they're in I feel like they endured similar types of objectification they were such the spotlight primarily because of that objectification and I think they're in different spots because I think the way people want to um connect with Britney Spears and like support her uh, probably just because of product of everything she's endured and been through, uh, both like culturally, but also with her family, she's not able to provide that, you know, but I think Jessica Simpson more is, you know, there's obviously still right. some damage there, but I think, I think Jessica Simpson was always an easier, um, I don't know, uh, idea to get on board with because of the, the classic kind of appreciation you have for Jessica Simpson, just in terms of like the aesthetics of it. But also I think there's that evangelical patina on her. Oh, yeah. Where people were like, oh, and then I can't remember the, the name of Nick and her's uh, reality TV show. I feel like that has a big part to do with it because it normalizes. Chicken under her, the sea. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember, honestly. <laughs> the newlyweds. Newlyweds. Thank you. I think that normalized her in a way that I don't know the Brit- Britney Spears ever got to be normalized or any other other people, uh, the women you speak of, got to be normalized. Whereas like Christina, uh, Christina Aguilera 
steered into the skid and went through a dirty phase. So everybody's like, whoa, we're way off on you. I think everyone's kind of been into Jessica Simpson just because there's something there with her. So um, I, I think that's a really great point that, that you're making about her. Yeah. Do you think what Kate finds, do you think it's about Katie is just not like, you feel like Katie's aren't taken seriously and well, Kate's are taken no, seriously? But no, somebody has taken what Katie finds, right? That's the only way, that would be the only reason to explain it. And then you were like, well, but I really want to be what Kate finds. I'm creating, you know, I'm creating content about things I I, I want to know. I want to know the answer to this because I think it's about I want to be taken seriously because I was trying to think of serious Katie's and the only one I could come up with is Katie Kirk. And I was trying to think of serious Kate's and I come up with a lot of serious Kate's. So I think that's oh, a big Oh, so Katie, let us know. We'll let the audience know on Instagram stories. Or Kate, Wait. if that's what you want us to call you when we're no, asking she does, you No, I know she does not want us to call her Kate because I don't – it's not her name. That is confusing. Honestly, that is confusing. Right. <laughs> Um, Jamie, do you know like anybody else? Uh, speaking of this, like Jessica Simpson situation of like hookups, we found out in retrospect. Gosh, um, I have so many that are like I was. I was like, let me get the best juiciest ones. And so what I did was I needed to Google. Like I was like, let me just refresh my memory if there's any I'm forgetting because I made a short list and then I was like, let me see if there's any others. And I Googled uh, celebrities we didn't know, and then Google finished it for me. Oh, so listen to me right now. I will bet you a rotisserie chicken that you can chop up and put in a Ziploc bag. Is it a mojo? You can a mojo at Publix? Now we're talking. Yes, That's absolutely. A good, a good I will send you a Publix gift card. If you can tell me the five of, of the five things that Google suggested, if you can name three of them. Give me the give me the intro line again. Celebrities we didn't know. Oh gosh. Celebrities we didn't know who were Republicans. No. Oh, one guess. A, it's a good guess though. You could say it's a good guess. You could say it's, good. Oh, job. you know, it is a good guess. You did great. <laughs> You don't mean it. You need to I mean don't. it. I need a I better don't. attitude. I need you that. to get one right for me to be really big. Oh, man. Okay. Aaron, feel free to jump in if you've got a good one. Celebrities, uh, so celebrities good. we didn't know were dead. That's one. Good, That's job. good job. That's a good job. Okay. That's a good job, Aaron. Not, are you going to let her beat you with this? No. This is, this is, hey, this is a team. This is a team thing. She's got I the hot hand. Rotisserie chicken? Oh. <laughs> Okay, I'll I'll convert that into chicken tenders from Publix, and you okay. know those are the gold. Okay, oh, okay, 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 gold okay, standard. Okay, okay, okay. Any others guesses? Celebrities we didn't know were, were gay. No, not gay. Christians. Jeez. No. Dang it. Let me go ahead and give it to you. It was celebrities we didn't know were related. Oh. Celebrities we didn't know were siblings. Okay. Celebrities that feels like we d- redundant. Honestly. I know. Well, that's Google. Celebrities we didn't know died. So okay. You got that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. You got oh, it. Yeah, Don't be I got bad. That. That's right. Okay. You got it. Oh my god. Calm down. And then my favorite celebrities we didn't know who were black. Wow. <laughs> Which, okay. The first I was like, how dare you on Black History Month suggest yeah. that I don't know who's black or not? Well, I'm there's some give people it to, who don't listen, know. Who. <laughs> guess who I found out is black? Who? Two people. Pete Wentz. What? His what? mother is Afro Jamaican. His third cousin is Colin Powell. What? Wow. Okay. And then Halsey, her dad is black. Wow. I don't know if I'm more stunned that Pete Wentz is black or that his like third cousin is Colin Powell. I <laughs> don't know what is things. more stunning. They're both to me. shocking things. So wow. kudos to Google for I helping me. God. I know. I did not know all the people who were black. But of course, it did give me celebrities we didn't know dated. So obviously, the Super Bowl is this weekend. Rihanna, which is yeah. how we've learned her, her actual name is pronounced. Guys, it's going to take me a minute. I'm going to try my best, but just give me some grace. <laughs> we're going to try to honor that. her by her name. Is actually Rihanna. She dated Ashton Kutcher. What? Hooked up three times. What? Was very specific. Howard Stern gets all the details. Weirdly, it kind of feels like she's pushing that. Like she was pushing the hookup, not him. Because it was probably no. her on the come up and him on the come down, right? She's like, I just love that 70s show. You are just absolutely fine I guess so. Uh, Jan- Jack Antonoff, who just won producer of the year yeah. uh, at the Grammys, 
He and Scarlett Johansson were high school sweethearts. What? That's, that's weird. And he man. wrote a song about her called Better Love where he, in it he goes, hey, Scarlett, you're not the same. Uh, it's because she looked up and went, how hot am I and how hot are you not? Like, yeah. that's what happened, Jack. He looks like a character from A Bug's Life, you know? Like, Thank it's you. Not, you. They're not the same. <laughs> okay. And then my favorite, Pink, singer Pink, dated Joey Fatone. Whoa. We just talked okay, about Joey no, Fatone in our I Magic Factory that. wedding cinema side piece. Uh, she said, uh, Joey Fatone was in love with me. He took me to Friendly's on a date and he bought me an ice cream. Such a sweetheart. He asked my dad's permission. <laughs> How cute adorable. is that? That's adorable. Ben also, has met Joey Fatone. Your husband. Good guy. Yeah. yeah. He said he was a super nice guy. Where do you Honestly, mean? Honestly, you know Dragon what? Con? Aww. It's, uh, I, there's like a, there's a thin line between you're too nice. Like you want this interaction. You, the <laughs> famous person, want this to go way too well. Whereas I kind of need you to like blow me off a little bit, you know, versus mm-hmm. the guy who's just like a dirtbag. It's a fine line there. I will give you the other one that I found that I don't know that y'all will find as interesting as I did is that Helen Mirren and Liam Neeson dated for four years in the 80s. What? They met on the movie Excalibur. Okay. And he said, he told CBS, like, not that long ago, said, can you imagine riding horses in shiny suits of armor, having sword fights, and you're falling in love with Helen Mirren? It doesn't get any better than that. I mean, he's not wrong. Helen he's Mirren, not wrong. she's just knocking down pens left and right. Harrison Ford being like, she's the most beautiful person I've ever I've met. I've got no idea what young Helen Mirren looked like, but I can only imagine. I oh, can only imagine. She's hot now. Uh, yeah, no doubt. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Aura Frames. It's Knox here with your annual reminder that Mother's Day is just around the corner this year. Let's think outside the box a little bit, guys. Forget sweaters, candles, or the dreaded bathrobe. They're all so predictable and boring. That's why this year I'm recommending you get an Aura Frame. It's the perfect gift to mix things up and give a gift that shows some real thoughtfulness and is guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. We actually have one of these in our house right now, and we absolutely love it. It only takes about two minutes to set up, and it was super easy. Between all the kids, I was a little worried we'd run out of room, but it has free unlimited storage for photos and videos, and you can invite as many people as you want to contribute to the frame. Now that the kids are a little older, we've added them as contributors to the frame, and it's been really fun to see a few of their photos pop up from events they attend without us. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting auraframes.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code podcast at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. So the weather's getting warmer, and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality, and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. 
All right, picture this. It's finally getting warmer and you're picking up the after work run or a workout, but it's 4 p.m. and you're ready for a little snack to keep you going. What you want is something with clean, wholesome ingredients, but it's hard to find a snack that is great on the go and also fills you up enough to make a difference. Get ready to find out how good healthy snacks can taste with Chomps. We're big fans of Chomps at my house because not only is it so easy and convenient, but it's made with natural ingredients that taste great. Whether I'm prepping for recordings or taking one of the kids to one of their many end-of-year activities, I always have a Chomp stick with me. They're also allergy-friendly, so I never have to worry about one of the kids deciding they want to take it with them. Chomp sticks come in 10 delicious bold flavors, so there's a healthy snack option for everyone, or grab a variety pack to satisfy your whole family's taste buds. They're even smaller chomplings for a quick snack for any kids in your life. Right now, Chomps is offering our listeners 20% off your first order and free shipping when you go to chomps.com popcast. Go to chomps.com popcast to see all the delicious flavors and get 20% off your first order and free shipping. That's C-H-O-M-P-S dot popcast. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash popcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash podcastpod. All right, let's do Cinema Side Piece in the box office recap. Okay, well, it took forever, and by that I mean seven weeks, but Avatar is no longer number one at the box office. Thank mm. thank God for that. So number mm-hmm. one at the box office was Knock at the Cabin, the new M. Night Shyamalan. Did, were you able to see it? Did you? I see did it? see that, yes. <gasps> what did you think of it? Um, <laughs> it's it, well, it's not my green light today, you know. Okay, so well, I'll that's a that. sign. That's a it's sign. not. It, it's not bad actually. Uh, for the newsletter, the yes and uh, this week, I write about okay. what I thought about it. Um, it's fine. That's the best way I can describe it. We'll, we'll include it. a link in the show notes so that people yeah. can read your review. It there had a sixty-eight percent critic score, sixty-three percent audience. Score. That's about right, I think. Okay, and when people left, it was a C cinema score, and I went, mm, "That's a that's a that's a, that's not great." You know, the, the way I describe it in the review is it feels like a bag of popcorn they forgot to butter, you know? <gasps> no. So it's just, it's fine, but it's, it's like, this could have been better. This, this could have been, been better. Okay. Well, it is M. Night Shyamalan's seventh film to open number one. So he is going to keep making more of these guys, just so you know. Mm. Okay. And at second, barely, almost first, but number two was 80 for Brady. 12.5 million. Listen. Are you ready for it to win an Oscar? Because it's going to win an Oscar It's going to win. Oh, look, 64% <laughs> critic score, 90% audience score a minus cinema score do you know how hard it is to get an a in a cinema score look and here's the best part 80 for brady actually sold more tickets than knock at the cabin yeah but they did throwback pricing 
which was eight for Brady. So you See, paid I'm, Tuesday. I'm interested Tuesday in prices. how that affected the cinema score because they really cater to the older audiences. So I'm wondering if it was just a bunch of old people who, again, famous ageist here, probably yeah. don't have good taste. And they're probably like, that well, was listen, fine. Well, okay. So in context, uh, the tactic came from Paramount was like, oh, here's what we'll do. Because we keep noticing that when people go to see certain movies, they're always going to see them on discount Tuesdays. Mm. So this movie feels like it would fit. And the last two movies that did well on discount Tuesday were A Man Called Otto. Wow. And Ticket to Paradise. So all you B-words who are in my DMs <laughs> telling me, um, it's a great movie. Well, thanks, olds. Uh, go see 80 for Brady then. You'll love yeah, it. Yeah, you'll love okay. this ageist and then, flick. And then in third place was Avatar, colon, The Way of Water. It made $10.8 million. It is now probably going to rest finally at the fourth highest grossing at the world wide box office. So, and again, fourth, James Cameron did three of those four movies <laughs> so, now so have uh let's just do a quick update uh have you met anyone in your real life who has seen avatar other than myself and the person i went with no yes okay no aaron have you met anyone in your life who has seen avatar 2 uh no See, i haven't that, either so you are you are you suggesting that maybe these numbers are inflated i'm i'm, I'm not saying anything i'm just saying the evidence is the evidence and i'm wondering if maybe this is like all those mattress stores that lead us to believe that everyone's buying mattresses all the time. Listen, and they're actually like fronts for money. There's laundering. a guy on TikTok who's constantly Allegedly. trying to out mattress the mattress stores. Yeah, and he just got banned from all mattress stores across the globe. <gasps> what? Because What's he, he going to do now? If only know. there was a way for him to order stuff online. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, he makes content about mattress stores. <laughs> <laughs> Is it necessary? Is it a prerequisite to make content about mattress stores to go into the mattress store? No, and I don't think like you. No, I don't think you need to. Boots go to the on the ground. Store. That's right. What is honestly mattress stores? That's so freaking weak and suspicious. I'm even more suspicious of you now that you're banning people. Yeah. You're censoring free no, speech. No, it's obvious that you're laundering. You violated his HIPAA rights and his speech rights, and this is ridiculous. It's absurd. <laughs> which which amendment is about HIPAA? It's one of the teens, I okay. believe. <laughs> <laughs> it's like after women got the right to vote. Sure. Uh, let's let's stay out of politics, Jamie, honestly, but I just it's there. <laughs> okay. So what's coming this weekend? Well, you have a lot of fun choices. You can watch Magic Mike's Last Dance. Yeah. It's in theaters. It is rated R. Please do not take your children to see this necessarily. Yeah. Watch out Unless for whiplash. Children. Yeah. Unless you're in Jamie and you're taking the Marlowe's, they'd probably be down. <laughs> anyway, Titanic is coming back out for the 25th anniversary. Okay. So you can go to the theater. I also like that he's like, well, if I can't make the money I wanted to make with this avatar, I'll bring this one back. Yeah. Out. Let's just keep And we'll make cash. more money that. Then there's going to be a new movie on Prime Video, Somebody I Used to Know, which is about Workaholic Alley, played by Allison Brie, who is on a trip to her hometown, spends a night reminiscing with her ex-boyfriend, Sean, played by Jay Ellis, you know, from Insecure. Which oh. makes her heart just question everything about the choices she made. Okay. And then there's the, listen, I'm going to watch this and I hope it's as awful as I think it's going to be, which is your place or mine. Speaking of Ashton Kutcher, he and Reese Witherspoon are starring in a rom-com that comes out on Netflix this week, which is about their best friends, but total opposite. She craves routine with her son in LA and he thrives on change in what city? Of course, New York. When they swap houses and lives for a week, they discover that they think they want what they want might not but be what they really need. The problem I have with this is it's a great concept. It looks terrible. It looks like was like Friends with Benefits or whatever, like the Natalie Portman, Ashton Kutcher, was it? It was like terrible chemistry. It doesn't match. I feel like this could have been fixed because this feels like an AI wrote this movie, you know? Right, yeah. I feel like this could have been fixed with like, he's from Buford, Georgia. She's from LA. 
now I'm interested. You know now what I mean? I'm interested. You think the Hallmark has the, the corner on that? So they were like, no, no, let's do West Coast, East Coast. Okay, let's go Big Sky Country. Let's do something else. I don't want to watch these like uh, coastal elites fall in love over FaceTime or Zoom, Jamie. Do you, know what, what Re- do you know what Reese Witherspoon's character's name is? What? Debbie. Debbie? <laughs> what? And listen, props to Debbie's, but I don't think anybody's like, God, my dream has always been like in that rom-com, you know, that was Debbie and Peter. <laughs> there's there's no way. I was just, honestly, I was trying to think, going back to the Kate Katie thing, because um, I feel like I tossed the bait on that and you guys just didn't bite. So I'm going to toss it again and see if okay. you do. Got it. Do you Let's think go. Debra or Debbie's more serious? Like Debra is 100% more serious. I don't, I don't Debbie think so. is doing Dallas. No, but Debra well, okay. has that's, accounts and clients. That's a great point, but Debbie's doing something. Right? You may not like what she's doing, but she is doing something. She's no, ambitious. I'm into what she's doing, but I don't know that Debbie is. Listen, can we just look? I You're ageist, and I always complain about it, but I sure. also, I just don't know that I'm interested in the late 40s rom coms. No. Can oh. I use right? <laughs> okay. Just to, just just to clean up, I... <laughs> you screamed to old people for going to Discount Tuesdays and seeing bad movies. So you're in the ageist boat with me, like it right. or not. Okay. I know. I know, but I just don't know that I need to see Re- – like, Reese, I just want to see you, uh, you know, scratched up on the side of the Pacific Crush Trail. That's what I want to see. I don't want to sure. see you making out with Ashton Kutcher. Well, okay. I think you bring up a good point. I I, I don't like uh, – I want there some be, uh, to be some duress. I don't want it to be like saggy life, car pickup, bad dinner, you're, you're destroying the HelloFresh recipe. I don't want to see that. That's sad. That's too close to home. You know That's what I mean? That's actually my whole life, by yeah, the way. Yeah. So I, I need something. I need some escapism. Thank you very much, please. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's talk about – let's stay in Cinema Side Piece here and talk about these uh, James Gunn DC announcements that hit the, uh, the internet last week. I thought this was really interesting because – I mean, in general, when you heard about James Gunn going to D.C., did you have a similarly hopeful kind of feel for it? Well, I, how do you feel about D.C.? So this is obviously D.C. universe when it, yeah. in the comics world. I like Wonder Woman and I like Batman. Yeah. I don't like Ben Affleck Batman. Okay. But I liked all the other Batmen. Sure. Even George Clooney, I like him. You would rank Ben Affleck's Batman as the worst Batman of all time. Um, yeah, no, okay. Val Kilmer, maybe Val Kilmer, and then then uh, Ben Affleck. Okay, okay, Val Kilmer yeah. might be my favorite, but that's another conversation for a different time. Oh, okay, well, that, yeah. there you go. Well, and so I was like Gal Gadot. I uh-huh. just was like, I don't know that I need you anymore. I'm going to okay. be honest with you. Like, I kind of got pandemic fatigue with her. And and the 1984 was so bad, that it was movie. Really bad. It was really and bad. So I, but, so it did give me hope because James Gunn, obviously, for those who don't know, he wrote and directed the Guardians movies. Mm-hmm. He also did the better Suicide Squad film yep. uh, that came out in 2021. And then Peter Safran, I was trying to figure out who he is. And he's just, he's a lawyer who became a producer. Just a suit with a... <laughs> incredible head of hair to be honest God, with you. like stuff we'll include a link to his but i was like oh this is a very attractive man he makes like, colin joe's hair look like charlie brown it's insane how 100%. good this man's hair is yeah so you so you don't like you have a you're like marvel that's the rich tapestry and dc is like <laughs> booger eater stuff no well, it's not that it's not it's just that i'm over marvel too okay. like I, there's some things that marvel i like but like am i excited about quantum mania no yeah. like i'm not like yeah, you that's better be effing get excited because it's no, gonna be I, re- I saw a blind item that paul rudd is having an affair what allegedly, allegedly when you say blind item what do you mean 
Well, the girl that's like, uh, you you want more? I'll give you more. <laughs> Everybody who knows will love that. But she's uh, she did a little blind on him on Paul Rudd and that he might be while in Australia having a little uh, okay, scooch, scooch a little walkabout. Eh? Um, so is this like you saw like some rando on TikTok said this with no sourcing? Or was there like a little bit more? Was there any <laughs> no, airport security on this? No, it's probably no sourcing at all. But listen, she gets a lot of them right. Oh, I hate I know, you. I I, honestly, look at me. I hate you for that. I hate you for what <laughs> no, you've done. No, I'm now. not saying we don't know if it's true. It's I probably know, not true. But you just, you just, you like farted oh, in the bus. You is, didn't poop in the bus. You farted in the bus. So and that is still it stinks. fair to you like a deal breaker? It'll ruin your perception of a celebrity. You can't, you can't not be a dirtbag. And have an affair, you know. There's no like, I'm a cool guy, and I. What have if an affair. What if I told you Paul Rudd's wife gets gets around too? Well, then that's a that weird you arrangement, better? you know. But there are a lot of weird arrangements in Hollywood. I just I prefer to see some documentation, or maybe like a like a dual interview where they allude to, it and they're like, I'm cool with this, you know. Yeah, and I understand yeah. that Tom Brady did this too, so that's why I had some issues with him as well. But man. That makes me sad. I don't even remember what we're talking about. We should. I don't cut even all remember. What we're I don't want. I don't want you to be sad. We no, we have to keep that. it. We have to keep okay. it because we're freaking real so, and transparent. So, so Jason, there... keep the mattress store stuff. I can tell <laughs> in our Slack thread that I'm I'm messaging you notes right now. I can tell you don't like it, but you freaking keep it. Listen, okay. So DC has they've announced James and Peter have announced that they're doing Chapter One: Gods and Monsters. So yep. it's like phases, but they're mm-hmm. like no, not phases. It's totally different. It's chapters. Okay, and so there are ten different projects that fall under chapter one. Now mm-hmm. I, you looked at them. Were there any that like stood out to you? Like, oh, okay, I'm into that. Cause I did notice they're gonna have two different people playing Batman. And I was well, like, okay, yeah. that's a choice. See, that's I thought, so I think generally I, you know, James Gunn, I don't know if it was during the pandemic where he got canceled for like uh, a few years or several years back. He had like weird pedophile joke tweets. That was weird, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know how I feel about him personally. Cause he feels like, I don't know. His hair's kind of wild. Again, a man who made some pedophile jokes is now running all of DC. <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, cancel culture is not what you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's a little different than what you think. So I don't know about him personally. I can, I'm going off the movies he makes and how I feel about them. I feel good about them. So I am hopeful about his stewardship. Now, he is yes. a director. He's a writer. I don't know how that translates to running a, a studio. I don't know. Mileage may vary on that. But I did. There was a lot of stuff in this announcement, in these announcements that I really liked because what you alluded to, two different Batman, um, I, I like that he acknowledged like, hey, there's going to be what we're going to call Elseworlds. So it's basically like we're going to focus on one universe within the multiverse and all that's going to be consistent. There's also going to be stuff outside of it like the Batman 2 with Robert Pattinson. And that's not going to be like, I don't want to say canonical, but it's not going to be canonical with what we're doing. But all that stuff, it can exist, but it's going to be a very high bar. Like Todd Phillips' Joker in the sequel, that's going to be there. But that's not going to be primarily what we do. I like that. I think that's a good idea. And I think that that still gives uh, space for Ta-Nehisi Coates' Superman movie that J.J. Abrams is producing. That's still going to exist, you know? So I like the clarity of, hey, here's how we're going to do this. Um you asked me about like the first phase stuff. I didn't. I didn't necessarily like uh, chapter know, first chapter. Sorry, chapter. God, these super these <laughs> comic book stuff and like their phases and chapters and whatever. I I, I like the reset. I got a little hinky when he was like, "Hey, the Flash is going to formally reset everything," and he said, "This is a quote. This is a direct quote. Okay. It's probably one of the greatest superhero movies ever made." That's. Oh. I don't know what to make of that. That Ezra Miller Flash or that is. Flash? He's like, hey, oh. as a personal situation, I'm not here to comment on that. It, but just as a story, this is a great story. This is, is it going to be hard? Is it going to be difficult when Ezra Miller is in prison during the marketing campaign for this he, film? 
like he's got the uh like the golden sombrero of offensiveness and it's it is offensive but it's also impressive in a very weird way in, in a, a very a white, weird way like a white nationalist very wrong way he is very offensive I but i do was... i think the, the focus on storytelling seems to be the through yeah, line I, I do love and i'm that. impressed with that and i do like that they hired somebody who knows how to write a movie and write a yeah. script and obviously i am interested in the paradise lost which yes. is the game of thrones style drama set on the all female island that is wonder woman's birthplace so it'll be a prequel to wonder woman and so i'm interested in that like that's, that's is that the me. is that a tv or is that a movie project that's on hbo max that's a tv that's, see, I, series. I'm, that's i think a that's series. a great idea for a tv project i love that i think no that's i wonderful. like that a lot and then you know do i love that the the other batman movie is called the brave and the bold and that sounds like a soap opera no does sound like a soap opera it's oh. uh, luckily it's great it, it's based on a grant morrison comic who is like the the end all be all of the batman comics and this is about his damian wayne uh which Again, I love that because it's not Damon Wayans. It's Damian Wayne. It's the son of Bruce Wayne uh, who got it in with Talia al Ghul, and he later becomes Robin. That's interesting to oh, me. Oh, that is interesting. Okay. Yeah. And I There's like a... that Viola Davis is getting a series yes. uh, based on her character, Waller, who might be the grumpiest person to ever e- – the grumpiest character ever to live. Yes. And yes. she is just walking with that swagger, and she's mad. And she's overwhelmed. And Viola Davis, who just egotted this weekend. That's right. I'm I'm, I'm eager to that. let her cook uh, in yeah. that respect. But I, th- I I grabbed a quote when I was watching like the Twitter announcement. And he said, "At the end of the day, I'm a writer at heart, and we're not going to be making movies for the screenplay is finished. We're not going to be making movies and putting hundreds of million dollars in a film where screenplay is only two thirds of the way done, and we have to finish it while we're making a movie. I see it happening again and again, and it's a mess. I like that kind of commitment. I like the call out of it because that's true. And you can see it with all these superhero movies ending with just like." Uh, CGI'd fistfights and like stupid resolutions. So I'm hopeful in that respect. I also, I was hopeful that he's taking over the rebooting of Superman. Uh, I think Superman Cohen Legacy. And it's going to be like a younger version of Superman just dealing with life and stuff. Yeah. But also they announced Swamp Thing. And I know that might sound stupid and in lesser hands it might be terrible. But that feels like a good opportunity to work in some genre nuances, you know? Whereas like Do- uh, Doctor Strange 2 tried with uh. Sam Raimi. That was such a disaster, but I feel like this might be an opportunity in really thoughtful hands to give it to a, a, a maybe a horror genre kind of person and be like, go do something interesting and don't feel like it has to be like a superhero movie hemmed in with like some horror aspects, you know? Yeah. So I don't know when this chapter really begins. They act like it was Creature Commandos, which is an animated series, will be the yes. first thing because it's already in production. That's right. So, and he's writing that as well. I like the hands-onness of it. Uh, supposedly, The Flash is resetting everything. And then Superman Legacy is like the real reset, like the hard reset into a phase. So okay. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Yeah, I'm hopeful. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dust2 in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. 
Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair. And support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com, code POP. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Okay, let's do, let's wrap up here, do what's the word. And um, I, we wanted to really space out some territory to talk about this uh, spy balloon, you know, over the week. Listen, listen. Were you hot on this like I was, Jamie? Listen, I was in a car with my masterminded Nashville and Laura Tremaine just kept going, what are those chemtrails? Is that part of the balloon? And like, I was like, why would they put it over Nashville? This isn't yeah. a sensitive site. And she was like, there's stuff here. Carrie Underwood's here. Carrie she, Underwood is there. That's true. But That's I don't true. know that the Chinese are really like got like trying to figure out Thomas Rhett. You know God, what I mean? They're laughing at you right now. First of all, <laughs> don't ever speak about Thomas Rhett. I fished with his brother-in-law and that yeah. kid was amazing. Okay. 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 Yeah. No, fun. No, seriously, I did in, in uh, Wyoming. And he was like, I like to take pictures. I have an Instagram. I was like, I you went to Montana. Oh, God, honestly, I never remember which one it is. And okay. people are they the same? Me. Are they like? Is it kind of like Kurt Russell and Patrick Swayze? It's a hundred percent like both of them. Okay. Wyoming okay. is the Kurt Russell to uh, Montana's Patrick Swayze. But I checked out that his is Instagram. the right. That is actually the right clarification. That's the right order of operations. Yeah, yeah. He had like eighty thousand followers on Instagram, and he's this incredible photographer. Um, I just don't feel like you're engaging with this anecdote like I want you to. So I'm going to move on. Um, <laughs> that's what I was hoping. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. That's how it is. That's how it is. Uh, so to honor this, we want to really break down kind of the cyber optics of this, uh, and then we can get <laughs> into some of the technical logistics of a balloon surveillance. Uh, but no, we, we're going to do a mini snake draft, uh, just a, a quick snake draft about balloons and pop culture, and we'd like to uh, invite Aaron into the proceedings. Aaron, Aaron! are you welcome to that? Hello. She loves being here always. I do. It's a joy. Listen, when you were like balloons and pop culture, I was yeah. like... Oh, this will be easy. Yeah. This was not easy. This was this so easy. There's so many balloons of pop culture people don't know about. Stop it. No people one don't think of. They're thinking of three right now, and those are the three that they think of. This could yeah. have gone 20 rounds for me, and I'd be like, I still got too many balloons. <laughs> I got balloons coming out of my pockets. It's ridiculous. Aaron, since you're uh, our guest here, you can guess triangle, square, or circle to determine your draft order. Triangle. Triangle, you have the first pick. Congratulations. Oh, yes. uh, Jamie, fair. circle or square? Circle. You have the third pick, Jamie. Yay! So third and fourth, I and I, I will take the second. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so this feels like, according to what Jamie's saying, this is a very top-heavy draft. Okay, very top-heavy. This is a top-heavy draft. Not a lot of value in the later rounds. So, Aaron, I hope <laughs> you choose correctly at the top here. I'm absolutely going to choose correctly, and my choice is the balloon slash blimp from The Mummy Returns 
the mummy part okay, two. Okay, well, newsflash, she chose wrong. God. You, no, listen, that is an excellent choice. <laughs> when draft, see, to me, my philosophy is you, when you draft, you, you have your brain, but you also have your heart. And yeah. they have to be in harmony. Uh-huh. And I feel like what you did there, Aaron, is you distracted with your heart. And I yeah. don't want to disparage you for that, but I do think that it was not a good value pick. No, wrong. It is it is <laughs> the pick for me. So for Izzy's, Izzy's blonde. Uh, is, don't Google it. Don't, don't Google and act like you know what it is. Don't, don't you Google do that. and immediately begin disparaging <laughs> the based off. Absolutely not. I will not Listen, take that what I disrespect. Did know, what I did know is that there is a Wikipedia. There's a yeah. Wikipedia. You bet there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there that is. That might be my side gig. I just don't know. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm, I'm going to take the real number one pick here, yeah. and it's uh, the balloons and all of the balloons in mass on the Pixar movie Up. That's yes, what I'm gonna, that's I'm the right take. choice. That's yeah, right. that's what I would want. That's fine. I, I feel great. Do you guys buy into the idea that that's like a uh, the whole movie is about like going into the afterlife um, and like being escorted into heaven? To Paradise Valley. <gasps> Yeah. Or Paradise Falls. Going to Paradise yeah. Falls is go- Oh, yes. I love that. I don't know if that makes it worse or like uh, soul-crushingly no, I think that makes Because uh, Doug is there. That makes it better. Doug. Talking dogs, man. You get that in heaven, of course, obviously. Yeah, that's so um, good. Okay, Jamie. You got a back-to-back here. Okay. Well, I think the obvious uh, third choice. Oh, I get two choices. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, riches. Okay. Of course. Every St. Jeff's like the first one. It's great, it's isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> The wide eyed um, exuberance of, course, of a child. Of course, it's going to be uh, Pennywise's balloon. There you go. That's it. a good one. That's like, a good one. Of course. Because I like the Losers Club being tortured by demons. Yeah. It's, I like children tortured by demons is always like a win for me. Yeah. Like, the balloon has a mechanism for, for kid torture. You got to make that pick. God, you, know? Like, you know, I put that red balloon out at Halloween. I kind of want to do it various times of the year. Oh, in my I kind of like that. And, you know, just to keep them on their toes. Like, be just like, stay frosty Easter. out here. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Okay. So that's my first it's choice. It's Easter. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't leave any of those stupid plastic eggs in yeah. my yard. Is that an egg or a balloon? I don't know. Find out. You know? <laughs> okay. And then my second choice. Oh, well, this is so hard. But I will say my second choice is going to be Violet Beauregard uh, in Willy Wonka at the Chocolate Factory. Oh, when she becomes okay. a balloon because she eats the forbidden meal of the three-course meal gum. God, don't you wish that gum was real? No. Why do you think that would be good? That would be delicious. Just having your app and your entree and your dessert all in one meal? No, no, no. No, that was the beauty of the gum is that it was delineated in courses. (sighs) It's like time-released kind of stuff. I just, I'm a big, maybe this makes me a Stone Age kind of era person. I just like my meals to look like my meals, you know? So if I I want my gum to be like gum, and I want my steak to be like steak. You know what's I don't want Aaron. this astronaut stuff. You know? you know what's happened to Aaron is that Ben is really into MREs because he's no. a doomsday sure. prepper. That's not and true. so I think she's had to like deal with a lot no, of that. No, I just always thought that gum would be really cool. Never you know, mind. This is so fun. I love coming on y'all's podcast. <laughs> Aaron, are you guys watching The Last of Us? Uh, ben is. Okay. Did, did he have any comments on episode three? Because that is like the most redeeming, great portrayal of a prepper. That I've ever seen. It is actually. I don't think he's caught up yet. Okay. Okay. He will love that very much so. It's a good episode. Aaron, as part of your anger and animosity that we're currently getting from you, is it like you're you're feeling embarrassed about the the whole first pick? Is that what this is? No, I feel very confident in my first pick. That means I get I get the mummy franchise she does, to myself. It's true. She does get it to herself. I am curious what her second choice is. So you go next. Okay. Well, Aaron, muffin really quick. Okay. So I think at all snake dress, we have to make her go first. Like oh, that's every just time. That's <laughs> every time. Because God. I wasn't prepared that she would. I, was, I, I just assumed she would choose up. I, there's sure. no way I sure, thought sure, she sure. was going to go that's in. The, that's the easy answer. It's the uh, best easy answer. Yeah. And I'm happy that you got it, Knox. 
Thank or you, Jamie, thank you, Aaron. whoever. I appreciate. Are you not? Even, were you? Pre- I'm not even paying attention. <laughs> Man, this is tough because I have so many left, and I feel emboldened because I got such value at number two. Right. That on the on the comeback, I'm going to take a personal uh, uh, selection. Oh, okay. And I'm going to go all the uh, balloon animals that Double V makes in Wedding Crashers for the kids. Oh. That's a, that's a very niche, but that's a good choice. Kids like whatever. Make me a bicycle clown. I'm going to make you a bicycle. I don't want to make you a bicycle. Shut your mouth, funny guy, and make it. Oh, that's a good, that's an excellent choice. Thank you. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Aaron, Aaron, you got a back-to-back here. Okay, so I'm going to go, anytime balloon drops happen at a political event. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) That's actually an excellent one. I really like it because they all seem so amazed. Uh, Is it all, they all seem so amazed or Bill Clinton seems amazed? Well, Bill Clinton specifically, (laughs) that's a really good one. Yeah. It may be ending and put that in the show notes. It's not a metaphor that he has to touch the balloons. He has to be the one that touches the balloons, right? He just can't help it. I don't know. It's just, there's something really tender about it and also hilarious. I think everybody loves a balloon Everybody drop. loves a balloon. No one doesn't like it. If you guys are on stage at a political rally, like you've just been nominated, what's your move when the balloons drop? Like, what do you do? How do you deal with them? Punch it. Punch it. Like, I'm going to punch my opponent. You want to play like, the floor is lava with the balloon? That's what I'm going to do. That's what you're going to do. Okay, Knox, what are you going to do? You can dodge the balloons. I feel like I have to, like, hit the, I have to spike the balloon. I just have to spike the balloon. There's no way I'm not spiking the balloon. I can't pretend like they're not there. Um, Okay, Aaron, another one. Okay, this is kind of niche, but mine, there's a Pinocchio balloon that was in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade in like the 40s. Okay. And his nose is, I I don't really know how to explain it, but his nose looks like. Like um, a what? Like a a what? Like a what? Like, you know, uh, swimsuit parts. A diglet? Yes. (laughs) A diglet. Yes. And it's so so big. Your choice is phallic balloons. Is that what I'm hearing? No, just this one. I, I don't know. Oh, not phallic. into anybody else's phallic balloons. Only like the tiny white boy. No, no, Jamie. No, he's a puppet. <laughs> he's he's a, a puppet. He's he a is. real boy. He's a pu- he or he's a puppet. Here's well, okay. Oh, I think that. what Eric's clarifying puppet. is when the, the moment she's objectifying him, he is not a real boy because that would be problematic. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's still a, a puppet. He's a toy. But you're not into Pinocchio. You're only into that I'm not balloon. into it. I just want to choose it as my balloon choice. This is why Aaron's favorite Muppet's Gonzo. I just realized for the first time. Oh. That's not my favorite Muppet. <laughs> Listen, I people like don't the talk, rat. People don't, <laughs> <laughs> people don't talk enough about how much Gonzo's nose looks like a dong. It just does. It just yeah, looks it incredibly like a dong. In, on, on purpose. That puppeteer yeah. was like do you well, think it's on purpose i think it oh, is. oh he's like i'm daring someone to, to say I'm how much look this it looks up. like a penis I, you know i i do think actually a thanksgiving balloon is a good choice i do i would only pick the balloons that look like they're stooping okay because the the balloon guides have gotten lazy or yeah. they don't understand what's happening and then suddenly you look around and you're like why is pikachu and uh diglett doing that that's right. weird you know what i mean right right um okay it's your choice what's your name Aaron, I, you know i think we should be generous and just give you all macy's day parade floats um, I like yeah. the bluey one too. Yeah, she the, gets all the balloons. The from blue Macy's. one's good. Yeah, okay, I think that's, that's, I think good. that's good. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Oh man, wait, okay. is, that a, is that a pity? Is that a pity? Gift? No, it's pity because we just don't want the focus to be that you pick the one with the dong. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's I just. Think it's funny. That's called optics. That's what that is. That's that's called optics. But I think you hit at a, a good balloon situation that I think people uh, overlook. This feels sad. I, I feel no. like I've made this sad. In no, honestly, way. your first pick was trash, but I think your last two have been really good. Okay, like I've been really impressed with them. That makes me feel better. The emotional. Roller coaster that she goes on during a snake draft. 
It's anger, <laughs> sadness. It's so all quickly. the stages of grief. I I'm stuck here because there's one I want to make that's going to be controversial. I don't I don't think Uh-oh. I want to do the fight. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose the Wizard of Oz hot air balloon. The one where the wizard's like, yes. I'll deal with your stuff. We'll go home. And he's like, you get in the ride with me. You it's can ride cool. with me. I cut the rope. Dorothy, where are you at? Oh, no. Good luck. Like just cementing his status as the ultimate dirt. Whose fault was Oz. that? That dog. That stupid dog. Because mm. he jumped out of the balloon. And she had to go get him because she couldn't leave him behind. I'd have left that dumb dog behind. First of all, name Toto. Don't disrespect. Toto. Leave Toto wherever in the Oz. Leave I think Toto, Toto, Toto has some, some main character energy because he's like, guess what I know, Dorothy? There's a better way home. More cinematic, okay. That's why I'm not gonna do that. I can see what's going on here, okay. Um, okay, Jamie, back to okay, back. Uh, back to back. Okay, so my next choice. You guys want to go another one, another round? I've got like five more. I don't have any more. That's okay. Okay. I ha- well, I can go. I last can pick. Go. Last pick. Last then pick. we'll do also rands. Okay. Uh, medical balloons, specifically angioplasty. Whoa. They're excellent. And you might think, why is that not with? Well, guess what? Bill Clinton had angioplasty, so that's how he gets to have his balloon moment. David Letterman also had angioplasty. So look, also you can get a balloon catheter, which I'll probably have one day. Y'all, is Bill Clinton obsessed with balloons? It kind of feels like he is. It feels right? like he's very into balloons and uh, people who are not his wife. Sure, that's also true. Right. So also, Rand's, I had um, the Death Star. It's a big balloon. It's a big bad balloon. That's not a balloon. It is a balloon. I mean, no, it's in the it's air. Not. It's a planet. It's not a planet. It's, it's a balloon. It's the Death Star planet that they I mean, made. Okay, can I blow your mind? Aren't plants balloons? Just like big balloons? Big heavy <laughs> no, balloons? No, they're not balloons. We're not on Tell a balloon. Tell me how they're you not. Think, you Tell me how they're not balloons. You think we live on a balloon right now. Like it's we're a, living it's on a balloon. It's floating in space. Is it floating in space? Is it feel, filled with helium? No, it's filled with other stuff, but sometimes balloons are filled. Like, I also like balloons that are filled with heroin in movies and people smuggle them like in their bee holes. That's another kind of balloon that's creatively used. You know, used. I have another also ran. Aaron, why was... didn't you do that one? Heroin balloons in people's buttholes. Did you not think about that? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> that's how you. That's how you smuggle it. Yeah, that's how yeah. you smuggle it. You can't just put hair, heroin in your butthole. I don't know this allegedly. Listen, I just like from what I read. Look, you know. mine is an also ran is the one in Shrek when they switch balloon and then they let them float off into the sky and it made me realize that Shrek and Fiona have helium for breath because <laughs> they, when they blow up those balloons they fly off and I was like, sure. Well, who knew? There's a niche. There's so much we don't characters. know about ogres, guys. There's so much we don't. Aaron, did you think you put heroin just straight up heroin? in your butthole and that's how you smuggled it i mean i thought maybe like a ziploc i just think i think heroin users are more discriminant than that they're not going to just use your heroin yeah uh, no i'm saying i'm saying i I think that they would put it in like a ziploc bag yeah we're not doing this like this uh non-resealable ziploc where we tie with a rubber band we're going to get it out well that's i mean how do you get the heroin out of the balloon it's like a tampon no heroin out of the balloon is like a tampon you uh, you do you uh, you do it reverse like you inside out it. What are you doing with your tampons? <laughs> I thought there might be a string to your balloon. Wow! <laughs> right? What's happening? <laughs> also, ninety nine love balloons. Remember that song? Uh, yeah. That's an anti war. Listen to this. That's an anti war protest song because the guy who was the guitarist of the band he went to a Rolling Stones concert. And Rolling Stones released hundreds of helium-filled balloons because people love balloons. Mm. And he wondered how East German or Soviet forces might react if the balloons crossed the Berlin Wall, which still stood at the time. How did they react? No, he wondered, and he wrote okay. the song. And then oh, he, wrote, he was just like, that's my... Did he have reached a like, conclusion, or was he just like, I don't know, man, unanswered The wall questions. came down. The wall came down. He didn't have to Because of balloons? Anymore. I did not know that. That's right. I, I had no idea. Yes, did you I know am. balloons was uh, Bill Clinton's code name? What? Is that why he's... <laughs> He really is in the balloons. 
You're making that up. like secret service code name. I think we landed on Bill Clinton's obsessed with balloons. I'm like, that's pretty verifiable. That's not what I would have thought his code name would have been. What did you think it was going to be? Oh, Jamie. God. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I had Baymax in Big Hero 6. That's a big balloon. Um, the hot air balloon in Congo, which is how they escape. Amy Gugorilla. That's how she escapes to be a Gugorilla. Um, and then the uh, around the world in 80 days, the hot air balloon. And then Joe Dirt, um, he gets in the, the molar world hot air balloon. And that's how he gets to North Dakota uh, in Joe Dirt. Oh, and the, the Sixth Sense red balloon. The s- <laughs> I don't remember Sixth that. Sense. You know, like the red's the color. And then he goes to that child's, he goes to that kid's party. And the red balloon goes up the staircase. And he follows it. And that's when the old, the dead people talk to him. Oh, I didn't remember that. I did not remember that. I also had the balloons that startle Gordy in Nope and makes him murder that sitcom family. Spoiler alert, I guess. (gasps) Oh, yes. That's a a good one. Good choice. All right. Um, Good job, everybody. I think that's good. Maybe not Aaron as much as everybody else. I think Aaron Rowley. There is a contingent of people out there who are very proud of me for my first I think they are. Yes, I think it went, Aaron started low and then she really got up there. And then I think she had some uh, logistical questions about how to get the heroin out of the balloon um, that made me think she thinks you get it out of the balloon while it's still in the butthole. No, um, I don't so think that. No, that Jamie thinks that. Jamie, is that what you think? No, I think you pull the balloon with the string and then you inside out the balloon and that's how you get the heroin. But yeah. how do you inside out it? Honestly, Jamie, you're you're giving like a really great you comprehensiveness. Just push the, you push the heroin out. But yeah. out of what? Do you like make a hole in it? No, the balloon has a hole. Mm-hmm. No, but mm-hmm. it's tied, right? We make it, you cut a new hole. Okay, that's if there are any I'm law asking. enforcement or DEA agents listening, just... <laughs> Listen to how good case, Jamie is. Yeah, getting play this out. at our criminal trial. They could not be guilty of this because look at <laughs> these idiots. Look at these bozos. All right. Well, uh, that was fun. Aaron, thank you for joining us. And I'm glad we're doing a mini snake draft this week because that's a good warm up for next week's episode where we're actually going to do a full on snake draft episode uh, featuring myself, Jamie. Aaron's going to rejoin us again. We will be nicer to you, Aaron. I promise. I'm going to have time to prep. So. <laughs> That's true. You will have show notes for that. Uh, and we're going to be joined by a very special guest who is well-versed in facilitating romance. So make sure you don't miss out on next week's episode. We are very excited. Very excited. Uh, well, as always, if your thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Knoxjamie.com slash 491. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. All right. What is your red light this week? It's rapid red lights time. Hold on. We have music for Rapid Red Lights. We'll play that now, and then we'll go right into your Rapid Red Lights. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. First of all, red light to him for rolling his eyes at me. Very frustrating. Snag their cherries. Where? Where many of you lost your virginity. Church. That's oh, what did it. That's what so did much it. I don't like about that statement. Rapid Red Lights. You know what we don't need? Another 72-year-old dad at a high school graduation. Fox, we don't have time to explain this I to you. Explain. And you don't really want to know. Rapid red lights. Rapid red lights. Red light to me. Because every time a celebrity I love dies, I think of two celebrities I wish had died instead. Rapid red lights. We've got all the doubts we need. Red light to him for rolling his eyes at me. The theme is the Grammys. All right. First up, Trevor Noah. Look, you're hot. You're iconic. You're also telling dad jokes. What are you doing? What are you doing? Good point. That's a really good point. This is your third time to do this. You know better. Second, Willie Nelson and Ozzy Osbourne winning Grammys and beating out anyone born after 1948. Wow. Stop giving awards to the elderly. Like, they're fine. They don't need your Grammy. Like, they already have Grammys. Third. Old people listening, who's the ageist person here? (laughs) I ask you. I beseech you to consider that. I'm just saying, I just think maybe somebody born 
in, uh, you know, even this century. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyway, uh, performances. Look, there were some good ones. Bad Bunny, how you doing? Bad Bunny, how you doing? <laughs> Stevie Wonder and Chris Stapleton saved that whole bit because it was not good at the beginning. And then it got better. And then the 50th anniversary of hip hop. So good. But listen, first of all, Bad Bunny, your closed captioning, CBS, his songs are in Spanish. Why did my closed captioning just say non-English singing? This mm. is dumb. You knew what he was going to perform. He, you knew he was the star. This wasn't his acceptance speech. This was his song. Second, Harry Styles is not a great singer live. He did, he did a bad job. He did a bad job. I've, I have a theory. I don't think people see him live for the, for the vocal talent. Do you know what I mean? No, and I do, I do want to see him caress his chesticles. I yeah. want that. That's what I watch all the clips for on TikTok. But this was bad, especially when he's going to go on and do what is my last rapid red light of the set. And also, DJ Khaled, no, no. What was that? Like, what was that whole, like, God did? No. Jay-Z was so mad at that at that point because it was the last performance and his wife had lost and he was like his whole energy it it was not good also fourth those boring fan focus group segments around a boring table talking about how much they allegedly love their favorite nominee that was dumb can someone please help Ben Affleck can someone it's time for an intervention what do you want to help with nobody wants to be there he doesn't want to be there J-Lo is ruining his life like and i'm not saying that because maybe because like i noticed the clip of her like drinking like checking his drink to make sure it was an alcoholic sure and he was like no no it's not me. like yeah. he's the saddest person like yeah. truly he's got somebody's got to help him are you daring me to dovetail this with gone girl because i will because i will like, he looks like nick in the sad parts because of i gone think girl. pursuing j-lo and acquiring J-Lo is the best yes. version of himself. Once he gets right. her, he moves her to a sad Missouri mansion and then like just kind of yeah. uh, starts up with Emily, Emily Ratatouille. And this no, dad. I think you're exactly right. Uh, fifth, can, uh, or number six, in memoriam, where they group the dead by genre, age, or ethnicity. No, sure. no, not doing that. Uh, look, jazz music is great. Billy Crystal talking about jazz music, mm. not great. Okay. And then, of course, the biggest red light of all, Beyonce, who weirdly... Me- killed the record now is the most grammy award-winning artist in history with 32 grammy awards but this is the fourth time that she has had an album nominated for album of the year and not won and here's the thing lemonade was a mistake she should have won for lemonade yeah, that is her best album that she's ever made i do think renaissance is good and i do think this this particular year the competition was not fierce so sure. it was made it would have made sense for her to win she has now lost to taylor swift Beck, Ooh. Adele, and Harry Styles. Yeah, history no, would not you. look kindly on those uh, decisions. And it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing when now artists get up and go, "You're the artist of our lifetime." That's embarrassing. Yeah, that's embarrassing to keep saying to a woman, "Don't worry, we all love you," even though this uh, academy does not love you. Sure. We love you. It just felt. It felt. And her nodding at Trevor Noah, the whole thing of being like, "I'm not giving you anything. I didn't perform because this organization does not care about me." Despite the fact that they think they do with these 32 awards, they don't. I'm trying to get this award. And see, now she's over 40, so good luck. Nobody over 40 ever wins Album of the Year. Like, it's an end game for her as well. So the Grammys were fine. They were fine. But listen, I stopped in the middle because she wasn't even there. She was stuck in traffic. And so I was like, I'm going to go watch uh, The Last of Us because I can't. 
I can't, I can't watch this. This is too. He's a war shows man. I just uh, the Grammys. Uh, I didn't watch it. Didn't read about it. Didn't look into it. And feel so free. Like just no cares about it. Um, it did feel like it hit a little bit more than some of the other award shows that I've seen recently. You know, just because of the nostalgia factor and the performances sure. that the other ones can't really have. So, um, I thought that was interesting in a very boring way. But again, <laughs> uh, shout out to Billy Crystal for get catching that age astray from you. So. Yeah, Stop I mean, just it. remember, just remember. No, listen, I just don't understand why he's there talking about jazz. I just like, if, if who thinks like, of Billy Crystal and jazz? I, I don't understand why Billy Crystal and Ozzy Osbourne factored prominently. That just feels like a weird thing, you know. It is a weird thing. I don't like it. It is a weird thing. I don't thing. like it. Um, my red light is I just don't know what to do about the Super Bowl. I have I have financially committed myself to so it's it's Eagles Chiefs. Uh, I don't know that you guys have watched like the All Twenty Two yet, but like, where are you? Leaning? We're reading for the Chiefs. You're reading for the Chiefs. Reading okay, that's a Chiefs. very normal way to say that. It's a very natural sports talk way. Is it, is it Reetha's brother? Doesn't he play for the Chiefs? Yes. Yeah, that's who we're reading for. Who's, Reetha, who's brother? Reetha Nicole, our friend okay. friend of the show. I think said Reese's Witherspoon. I was like, I don't think that's Reese's true. Reese's with Reese's Pieces, yep. Nicole. She, okay. our brother. Um, so I am. And I, I normally I wouldn't root for a Texas-based fan. Okay. Which she is. But yeah. I will root for... Uh, the Chiefs. Yeah. Mainly, but I like, I mean, the Eagles, I root for Philadelphia. They seem like they're nice too. I feel like it's going to be house divided, like uh, license plates in your future. Cause I know Jan's real hard at for uh, Philly with Jalen Hurts. So this is, oh, this going to be awkward. She loves it. And is who's, and there's a mom that she has kids that are playing against each other, right? Yes. The, the uh, Mrs. Kelsey, uh, Jason and Travis, uh, mother of Jason and Travis. Um, ah, yeah, this is, uh, the line's pretty, pretty tight. I've very healthily committed financially to the Eagles. And I'm I'm a little oh. worried about that just because Patrick Mahomes is supernatural and I just don't know what to do. I don't know well, whether to hedge well, or whether to go all in. Well, I'm nervous because I don't want to root for the team that you're not putting money on. Sure. Because then if you lose a lot of money, I might have to write a book or something. And nope, I don't want to It's going to be, that. guess what? Two episodes a week, guys. Hello. <laughs> what are we doing? Snake drafts every day. Let's go. <laughs> so, Aaron, you're invested in this too. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. So, Yay. So, so, Eagles. We're, we're saying Eagles. Eagles. We're Everyone's rooting for the Eagles. Eagles. Yes. I have a hat. I have an Eagles hat, a beanie that I got in Philadelphia. Oh, that's right. It's a good sign. I've been to Philadelphia. I've never. No, I have been to Kansas City. Kansas City has great barbecue. Okay. Philly has great cheesesteaks. They do. They do. Although we didn't have a great one. No, we had a bad. We had a very steak. bad cheesecake that someone said would be good, and it was not. I'm sorry. You had a very bad cheesecake or cheesesteak or both. She meant cheesesteak, but she said cheesecake. You did that's you exactly to say right. cheesecake. Okay. Yeah. So when I wasn't when I was talking about Montana Wyoming in a very eloquent and profound way, you refused to engage with that. Do you see how I did that differently? And I was like, talk to me about the nuances of cheesesteak and cheesecake. You're a role model. Thank you, Jamie. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. So I just need some help with the Super Bowl uh, and just hope. I just I just need. Okay, this to so go who? I, and if you're listening, who are you rooting for? Like, yeah. who who's your team? I love the ask because it's like, don't say it anywhere. Just say it to yourself in your car. Just say it to God. Say quietly to God. <laughs> tell God to Jesus. Say it on Instagram. You tell us who you're rooting for and why. We need a reason why. It can't just be like I like green better than red. Don't. That's although a bad green reason. is better than red. But. Sure. Uh, what's your speaking of green? What's your green light this week? My green light this week is a TV show on Hulu called Extraordinary. This was an unexpected delight, and it's because a reviewer was like, "You're going to really love this." And so it's an eight episode UK comedy series, um, and it focuses on a woman named Jen. She's 25 years old. She's Irish. She lives in East London, and she every every person in the world has a superpower except her. Like she doesn't have a superpower. And look. 
it's crazy because you think, well, what would be the world? What would the world be like if everybody had a superpower? Yeah. And it's exactly what you think it would be, just like normal. It's just <laughs> that sometimes people are flying out of your room once they've had a one night stand with you because they can fly, you know. And what I love is that she has a roommate whose roommate's power is that she can harness the dead and have them talk through her. And do they given... channel Hitler at some point in the first episode? Yes, they do. God, was, was that not the best? That was the funniest moment. Just to try to make so her friends feel better. Listen, per, so permission to uh, co-greenlight this. Oh, I would like yay! to jump on board. Because you're Wasn't right. It... This is – the 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 note I made was this is like uh, a grittier, more fun Encanto. Okay? Because everyone gets <gasps> their superpower. Exactly right. That's exactly right. But it's not all magical and fluffy and cool. Like it's weird. Some are you, really are weird. You ta- are you talking about the blind guy with the glasses? The down I'm talking about his, his effect on a cat who is then named Jizzlord. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Unbelievable. <laughs> Cat, y'all, guys, listen. The cat gets gets a bad name, which is yep. Jizz Lord, yep. and and then the cat maybe something happens to the cat, and yep. you're, it's complex, but it's it's the stupidest thing. So listen, if you love a buddy comedy, there's a buddy comedy element of this yep. between her and her best friend. Uh, there's an underdog story, which is her not having a superpower when her her mother has a tech superpower that is so stupid and she does not know how to use it. It's so great. Or if you just like weird stuff, like this felt like it fell into what we do in the shadows in the sense of like a weird setup in a very normal world. Yes. And hijinks ensue. And the comedy is just weird and wonky, but it's a very, and I do think it's a very telling thing that everything seems pretty normal, yeah. even though everybody has a super, but the superpowers are, it's not just flying. It's no. very, like the person who could 3D print, like they could just 3D <laughs> I thought the amount of detail that went into some of the stupid powers was so it hilarious. It's great. It it's was really, so really, really good. And it's, yeah. it's literally eight half hour episodes. You can binge it in one night. It's a yeah. delight. So Yeah. Um, so I, I'll toss in uh, another green light since I co-green light that. I'm, this is a podcast. We're going to issue a day pass to listen to this. Uh, it's called Shameless Acquisition Target. And this was one of the most like clever, smart, funny, interesting podcasts I listened to last year. And it's done by Laura Mayer. Uh, I'm sorry, Laura Mayer. And uh, she was a podcast industry kind of executive for years. And basically her mission statement for this podcast is that she's tired of watching her friends and enemies sell their shows and get super rich. So she attempts to sell herself, her show and her ideas to the highest bidder. So along the way, it's kind of a a diagnosis and a analysis of podcasts, podcast uh, industry, and some of the bigger personalities within it. But it's also just a really interesting story about her and like trying to find her purpose in herself and, you know, uh, what she's good at and what she's not good at. Um, It's so, uh, I don't know. It's so on the nose. That's what gets you in the door, but it's such a different product after that. And I was so intrigued with this, uh, with this show. So I highly okay, recommend I have check to check that it out. out. Um, okay. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. We're going to remember anytime you do any shopping on Amazon, make sure you're at amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So your purchases are affiliate link or forever. I'm purchase using that link. This one goes, Jamie, this is a variety pack of Pringles. Uh, Pringles. I love Pringles. You love Pringles. Big fan. Big fan. So this has 67,000 ratings. 4.7 stars. People love it. You get like 27 packs for $13. It's yep. really inexpensive. But there were a few questions that brought me a lot of joy. I have found that the Q&A part of Amazon has turned into Facebook. Listen, <laughs> with your aunt and your uncle just debating it out with strangers that are also on the internet. So the questions were, have you fixed the issue of the chips arriving broken? And Candace replied, I didn't get broken chips, but they were mm. stale. Okay, oh, good. great. Then are these nut free? And then someone just replying, they're potato crisp. 
okay? And then, do you have Lay's baked sour cream in it? <laughs> and the person replied, no, these are Pringles. So I feel like that's the new, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. Yeah. These are Pringles. Like, yeah. they don't have Lay's. What are you doing? All right, you guys, uh, don't forget to head over to our Note for the Audio newsletter. You can sign up in the link in the show notes, or you can go to knoxandjamie.com slash nepobabies and get our brand new Nepo Babies quiz. All right, you guys, I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.